Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Product. Comedy Hits Channel 99 
It is the Ron and Fez show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is April 1st, 2015. Our first day back from Christmas vacation. Um, Coming up a little later on in the program, the return of Corporate Chris Stanley. Uh, That's the way he's booking himself now, is Corporate Chris Stanley. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, we do have an announcement to make uh, to you, our friends. Uh, The Ron and Fez show is coming to an end. Uh, Friday will be our last show. Uh, It's something that Fez and I have been talking about for a while. And it's been a long, long run for us, Fezzy. It it, it really has. Um, yeah, as of Friday, like Ron said, I've been thinking about this for a while. I've been talking to Ron about it. Um, as of Friday, when the show's over, I am um, retiring from radio. I'm... <laughs> Not just radio... But the most important thing ever in my life, the Run and Fez show. So, and I just, you know, I want to thank everybody and I want to, you know, let everyone know that, yeah, I'm retiring. This isn't just taking some time off or, you know, going away for a while. It's uh, calling it a day on my radio career. Um, I'm going to head back to Florida. There's some things going on there that, yeah, we got a new baby coming, so it's the, in the family, so it's the right time to head back to Florida. My sister's had the rough times. It's going to be good to be there for her. Um, talked about it with Ron. Um, just so everyone knows, um, Ron's the only one that I've talked to about this. I, Never went down the hallway to talk to anyone. They're hearing it for the first time, like everybody else listening. Um, so, but I'm just so appreciative of everything that that's happened over the run of this show and just being with Ronnie. And when I walked into that comedy club so many years ago, I didn't know... That night, how much it was going to change my life. And what a wonderful experience it was going to be after I met Ron. And doing this show and being able to do radio this long has been great. But getting to do it with Ronnie has meant the world to me. It has meant absolutely everything. And... That night I met you, I mean, two people couldn't have been more opposite, and yet we found, and yet kindred spirits, and you were the one who saw that. And I just thank you for everything, absolutely. You've been my friend, my partner, my brother, and you've obviously been... My magic genie, 
because you made every one of my wishes come true in this business. <laughs> so, thank you. And I'm going to try to get it together. And so Friday will be my last show on radio. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so many people. And I thank you, too, my friend. Um, we, I guess, will spend... Uh, you know, the rest of the week being able to talk about some of the the good times and bad times. Yeah. But it, it, so many. It has been a lifetime of experiences that we've had. A lifetime that went by in a blink, in an absolute blink of an eye. I don't know how it went so fast. But it's just... Freaking why you can't take in all the memories. There's I'm trying to get myself through this and there's absolutely no words. There's no words that can cover what all of this has meant to me. And every strange, weird thing on and off the air that we went through. Yeah. Off the air's been just as weird as on the air. Sure. But I was so lucky to get to go through it with you. It's been amazing. Uh, but yeah, you're right. When you look back on this, it's um, it's a lifetime of stuff. Yeah. We've had births and deaths and illness and... Yeah. All of it. So many cycles of life that has gone through and repeated. And the consistent thing was me and you together. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's what makes it the weirdest thing for me. Uh, I was thinking about this, uh, how long I just felt like Ron and Fez, yeah. personally. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, right. you know, yeah. that was always my email address, Ron and Fez. It, it'll be incredibly strange not to think of myself that way anymore. It's going to be a long time before I don't think of us or me that way. It'll be a long, long time. So even before we get into all this stuff, and, and by the way, Fez and I have talked about this for a while. Uh, and actually even, you know, several times over the last oh, yeah. several years because yeah. of different things that were going on with you. Because, you know, at a certain point, I worried... As everyone has, whether this was the best thing for you to keep doing, but as long as you wanted to keep, you know, plugging, let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, but to actually say it and hear it out loud, it's I feel, surreal. I know. I feel like I'm just going to wake up any minute in a cold sweat. That this all w wouldn't have just happened. The other strange thing is only, you know, I don't know whether it's like this for most people in most jobs. You know what I mean? Like most jobs you go to, you don't have like a partnership in it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, when I, I, I you know, it's, it ends up happening with everybody, you know, Donna Mike, ONA, uh, Mad Dog, and... Mike and you know those are the type of people that you think oh that's they're probably the only people that can understand the weirdness right. of sitting 
in a room talking for decades and decades. I don't know. I don't know anyone that I could that's come close to the kind of time that we've spent mm-hmm. together. It's like being on a long car ride. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you and another person taking a long car ride, <laughs> but it just goes on forever. And at some point, uh, well, I don't know if I ever did think about yeah. the end over the years. Yeah, I mean, you think that, well, I guess this will stop, but I can't imagine when or why or how. Um, I don't know if I ever did. I don't know if uh, I ever did once sit down like an adult and consider it. Yeah, it just, it didn't cross my mind until the past uh, while. So I'm going to miss you terribly. I am going to miss you every day of my life. Every single day. Because it's... It's just such a... You just have to be so grateful that you get to... You have... I mean, just anyone listening, imagine if you just have someone who's so cool and so important to you in your life and your best friend and... You not only hang together, but you get to go into work together every day. Just the the person that you think the most of in the world. It's nobody gets those chances. It's it's so bizarre. And just the oddest career. Just uh, the stupid the thing, silly ass career we've had. The things that make me laugh so hard off the air is when something comes up from just so long ago on the Ron and Fez or on the Ron and Ron show or just, sure. you know, Miami or Daytona and something I just hadn't thought of in forever. Yeah. And it just comes up and it just cracks me up so hard because it just it feels like yesterday and it feels like a lifetime ago at the same time. And it's just all so funny. Yeah. It's just so many laughs, you can't count them. Um, so I think we'll, you know, spend the, the next couple of days going over some of that stuff. And then even next week, uh, put together, if we have time, some best of stuff where we'll play, you know, old tapes and stuff like yeah. that. But, uh, that sounds good. Um, it's strange. I still feel like I'm dreaming. But did I just say what I just what I said? Yeah, I did. Uh 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, today, uh, Wednesday, uh, April 1st, uh, if you're just tuning in now, we announced that I guess the 3rd of April will be the final show of the Ron and Fez show. And yeah, the Ron and Fez show has been around for a long time, but we even go back before that because we did the Ron and Ron show. And we go back before the Ron and Ron show started. <laughs> yeah, I first met Fez when he was uh, when he came into a club that me and a couple of guys were... Um, running, and uh, he ended up doing open mic night. Uh, 
And um, then you went away to school. Yeah. And you would, uh, by the time you got back, I had gotten into radio and you had gotten a communications degree. Yeah, so, again, weird. Yeah. And asked me to help you get into radio. Uh, and by the way, I had no intentions of getting in radio. Right. I felt Bass Ackworth's into it. Uh, but I'm, uh, I always say the same thing when anybody wants to get on radio. I'm always like, sure. Let's see. Let's, let's see if you can hit fast, uh, major league pitching. Come on in. <laughs> let's see what you got. Um, and, uh, Fezzi had skills. Um, and we'll go over a bunch of that stuff, but, you know, when people hear Fez, on the radio now, you might have, you know, whatever perceptions you have. But I can tell you that Fez doing a gay character in the South during the nineteen late 1980s, early 90s, when AIDS was still like this scary topic and there was a lot of strange homophobia... That was the single funniest slash bravest shit that I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Uh, those people went from get him off the air to loving him. Uh, and I thought both sides of it were funny. I thought... What is that queer doing on the radio was just as funny. You know what I mean? Just like ramming it down their yeah. fucking uh, their rock and roll throats was the funniest shit in the world to me. You were unbelievable, dude. Uh, I used to go, if I went out from the radio show, I would just go out with the hat and the bit as big a sunglasses as I could find just as any sort of disguise. And that was amazing because you had the idea for Fez and helped me create it and create him. And when we debuted the character, it was the very last break of the last show of the week. Right. And that was when Fez was on. That was it. 9.45 a.m. Fez got two minutes why run around we're eating breakfast? Yeah, and um, just the fact I thought I thought at the time, wow, this has got you know I've gotten a couple weeks out of this. This is good. I never ever dreamed I get a career out of it. Yeah, just so fucking funny. That was great. You realize you're going to have to be the one who stays in touch with me. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> I will. I will. You have to take responsibility. Yes, you will get called at 4 a.m. Yes. I don't want 4 a.m. <laughs> calls, but I'm really, really bad at uh, at keeping up with stuff. But uh, you know, if you call me, I'll be here. Thank you. Wherever I am. Um, and I thank you, dude. Thank you so much. It's... Oh, I can't tell you what I... To have someone who's touched every aspect of your life? Yeah. That's... 
That's wild. Well, you are a gigantic part of my memory of our professional career, because I'm always saying to Fez, uh, who was the woman with the orange hair that used to run sales? At, you know, uh, because <laughs> I never remember anybody's name mm. like that. So I not only uh, it's it, it's a very strange feeling that I won't have anyone else to share that with again. You know. Yeah, and those are the, th- and then you you'll think of those things. I'll come up with the name, and I'm like, wow, I haven't thought of her in a million years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to miss having that touchstone with you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't have that many memories with family members. Where, no. Where, where, you know, with, oh, remember that time. Right. I don't have nearly that. I mean, well, here's with anyone th- else. You know, there are, are, you know, people will say, well, that guy, he's like a brother to me. But you don't sit with your brother like this <laughs> right, yeah. for decades. It, it's unnatural and strange. <laughs> I shared a room with my brother, and I've spent more time with Fess. You know, I uh, I don't know how. I don't even know how to measure it. And on a off-air part of this, you just. Immediately took me into your home with your family and got to be part of people. I'm watching amazing, amazing people grow up. That's what makes today really, really tough as well. Well, one of my kids, I'm not going to tell you which one, mm-hmm. said, when I told everybody, they said, but Fez is the closest person in our family. Because family doesn't move with you. Right, yeah. You know? But wherever we went to a new town, Fez would get his place, which would never be very far away. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Five minutes away. Tops. So that's why it was fun. Yeah. We did the ice cream cake the other night, which right, I didn't yeah. tell them before, because you could have seen that would have ruined everything. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Yeah, that would have been a bit of a downer. It's surreal. It's crazy. I just think back <laughs> of all the times I hung out with your family, but not you. Yeah. There was plenty. Let's go to the movie. <laughs> yeah. There was plenty of times that uh, that you would come over and I'd go to bed <laughs> and come down the stairs later and say, keep it down. Oh, yeah, just up all night long. Just goofing off. Wow. It's a lot of stuff. How many times did we do the what about Bob gimmick? Like, I would come down... <laughs> And act like, what is he doing here? <laughs> so many times I would go over to Ronnie's house just in my pajamas. <laughs> Ronnie would wake up a couple hours <laughs> later and I'd be sitting at the breakfast table already, you know, helping myself. Yeah. 
That's strange. It was. What about Bob? I knew this was going to be tough, and it's every bit as tough as I thought it would be. Every bit. And I don't know when it's going to all actually dawn on me. Right. Because, you know, show's off next week, and that's going to just feel like weirdo vacation time, which uh-huh. which a vacation was always the strangest thing because I come back from the holidays from Florida to New York and I'd see Ron and it was, oh my gosh, it felt like, wow, that's been forever since we've sat down and talked about anything. That's really weird. Because a week's time, a week off, would feel strange of being separated. So this is just going to be complete bonkers. Yeah. It's hard for me even to use, when I heard you use the word retire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm not getting locked up, anybody, you know. So that's what you're worried about. People <laughs> yeah. think of that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, the heart is ticking. All ten stents are flowing. Everything's fine there. Yeah, I'm. That's the best word for it. I'm retiring because I'm not going off to make any other plans or anything like that. I'm just gonna take a a long nap. And that's what retirees do. Well, at least you were born in the right town for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got the lay of the land. Sure. It's not like I'm having to meet the other people in my seniors community. No, there's there's plenty of retired people. All much older than you, so you'll get to jump <laughs> on them. You still got a... That's going to be my advantage. <laughs> you still got another, I think... 24 years before you can play in that Kids in the Cubs softball league. <laughs> Did you ever see those guys playing St. Pete? Yeah. I used to go down all the time and watch. <laughs> it's the best! Yeah. Well, a little later on, uh, Chris Stanley will be in here. And um, for all the people who thought they knew which way Chris Stanley, where everything was happening with his backstory, uh, I took him out and told him first so he could figure out what he, you know, what direction Mm -hmm. that he wanted to go into. And he decided Sirius XM Corporate wisely was his future. Um. Everyone's making choices. I pick Florida. You pick Florida. Uh, Chris, his options are still open. Um, But obviously, he's such a talented guy. And I mean, he's been with us for like seven years. And it feels, you know, like he'll always be Ronnie Wood. That's the problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's new guy. Ronnie Wood came into the Stones and like... (laughs) 73 you know what i mean i like i still look at the band I'm like yeah ronnie's good but it's hard to really get that he's there yeah you're always the new guy yeah and that you'll never catch up 
Um, I was going to say we'd take calls, but no, that'll just make us even sadder. Um, so you don't even know what you, you have no plans but rest for a while. Yeah, absolutely no plans. And I, right now, I have no plans to make plans. Mm. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah. really nice. That part does. So yeah. That part does give me a smile. Because I'm not going to lift a finger. And I'm sure that's going to annoy other people in Florida. I'll give you five weeks in your podcasting. Hello, everybody. It's Fez Watley. I'm out in my garage. <laughs> my Don't guest you... today is Ed Drosty, founder of Hooters and BL. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. The thought of that would make me change my mind. If I knew that was my future. Yeah, really, that's, um, I don't know, it's, um, it's too weird for me even to take in. Too weird even to take in. 866 Ron Zero Fez, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Rich in Nevada. How are you, Rich? Hey, guys. I, I definitely didn't expect to hear this news today waking up um, out here on the West Coast. This is this is pretty brutal. <laughs> wow. You know, I go back with you guys many, many years. Uh, as hard as this is for you, Fez, I, I was with you guys back in the late 80s. I was going to school in Tampa. And my weekends consisted of going to live gigs where you guys were at, be it Clearwater Beach, St. Pete, wherever you're at. I mean, that was that was a huge part of my life growing up. So <laughs> you guys have been with me for a, a big chunk of my life. I lost you for a while in, in the early part of this decade, in the 2000s, I should say. But I found you again when you hit satellite radio, and I'm going to miss the fuck out of you. I, I can't believe this is happening. It's really the weirdest thing about our career is like people know us yeah. from certain eras, <laughs> you know? Right. And it's always really cool uh, when someone will get nostalgic about one station. You know, yeah, or they'll bring up something like uh, that I don't remember doing. Yeah, some stupid catchphrase we had. And- yeah, or you know, oh, I used to listen to you on WZAT in Savannah. Remember when you <laughs> ate that box of Lucky Charms? No, I don't. You mean last weekend? Because that happened then too. Um, let's go over here to uh, Jason, Kansas City, Jason. Hey, guys, how are you? I, I can't tell you. I'm sitting in a parking lot. I can't go up to work because I'm emotionally shook. You know, I, I've moved around a lot, uh, been without my family many times, and there were times that I would wait up till the 12 o'clock show before the app and the replay mm-hmm. just to listen to you guys because you were the one main connection. But one of the best memories I have 
is as a Giants fan, I was in a Pittsburgh hotel, depressed because it was the Super Bowl, and no Giant fans around me. But I listened to that podcast with that redheaded stepchild, and, and just listening to the game with you guys was my family and friends, and and my moment where I could laugh and and enjoy sitting in a hotel by myself. But I can't tell you how many nights I've done that, and you guys have been the one common thing everywhere I've been, the one voice. Betsy, I will also tell you this. I know the mental illness stuff and some of that stuff that you've battled. I've got a brother who deals with a lot of that, and you've helped me in better understanding him. You've helped me better understanding some of the challenges that people that I, I, didn't, I took granted for. You told me, you know, just toughen up, just do this. You really helped me understand it's not as simple as just growing up and being a man and being able to deal with some of the mental illness. So you guys have impacted my life um, so positively in so many ways. And, Ronnie, you, you know, you're wise beyond anybody I've ever met. You know, you're re-quoted more. Now I'm a walking RB, uh, you know, Ron Banking quote machine when I'm out there and, you know, trying to look smarter by using everything you say. But thankful for you guys. Um, you have shaped me and grown me into the adult that I am. Like I said, Fezzi, I know it's been a tough battle for you, but you made impact out of here, buddy. And um, I can't tell you how how hurting this is right now, but the best I can hope for is that you, you're happy with what you're doing and you get that Fezzi smile back on your face. Thank you, Jason. That's always a weird thing where a listener says, uh, you raised me. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, him bringing up the the troubles that you went through over the years, which has uh, been very difficult to understand, um, and for at least a decade, I was always just ready for that cork to pop back up again, you know? And there would be times or whatever before he would fall back into it, but I... I apologize to you for any um, anything that I could have done better than what I did helping you there. And maybe pushing too hard, maybe you hung on even longer because you wanted to, to work again. Um, but I'm always going to feel, I'm always going to have regrets and wishes, and I would always wonder if something going to pop up in a newspaper one day that'll help us both understand how to deal with this, you know. Um, well, even through the struggles, I came in every day hoping that would be the day mm-hmm. that something would click, and you have nothing to apologize for. You've been the most compassionate, understanding person I can think of i've been far from that dude seriously i've been far from that i'll say you've been patient um not as not as i mean the fact of the matter is neither one of us ever figured this thing out no what it was supposed to do and there was always a part of me who would think that it would click and then we'd sit around and say to other people well here's what you have to do you know what I mean? Um, because there's been other things that we've overcome in our lives, and I'm able to say to people, All right, this is the first step. But we've never been able to do that with uh, with your problems. And, and God knows, anybody who was listening at certain times in the 90s would have been like, Fez has got to cut this fucker loose. You know what I mean? There were times in my life that I was uh, 
you know, had my own struggles. So because of being able to pop out of that, I thought, well, you are going to be able to come out of yours. And and to be totally honest with you, this you today, mm-hmm. you're bright eyed. You're in this moment. You're not thinking of other stuff. This is the guy. You're the guy right now. But I wonder if I changed, you know, the subject to something other than this, we would go back to, I mean, obviously we would. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I can honestly tell you, I never had the ability to say that, that, that you would be better not in this situation. And there's a big part of me that, who thinks... I, I wish I did that for you. You know what I mean? Well, I wish I would have done it in D.C. or when we got back to XM, you know, just said, dude, this isn't working for you anymore. I never allowed myself to think in that direction. It was uh, The answer was always going to be somewhere else than that. <sighs> That's been the toughest thing of all. That's been the thing that's been hardest to uh, to comprehend. And I always know, you know what I mean, like that you find out like years later, oh, this is all you needed to do if you would have just yeah. done this. You know, and I was always just hoping that there would be some little magic pill or a system or something. Um, and... Uh, Never got to that point. Uh, here's Turtle in Iowa. How are you, Turtle? I am well, Maha buddies. Uh, Maha boom. I have a. I want to. I've been watching, well, listening to you guys for a long, long time. I was one of those guys in Savannah on 102.9 that first heard you. Um, I have a memory of Fez coming to uh, uh, Savannah, and in front of a crowd of Rangers, he was with the dead German tourists. And in front of a crowd of Army Rangers and uh, Marines down from Paris Island, he did the Fez character. And the more they taunted him, the more the more he got into it. He just would not back down. He was absolutely, and still is, absolutely fearless. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic to see, and it was a great show. And you know, I was I was a, a listener ever since, and I've stayed with you guys as long as I could. All that being said, you know, Fez, I wish you nothing but the very, very best. And I, in the back of my mind, sometimes uh, now I'm wondering if maybe I'm not walking down the midway. But we'll see. Thank you, Turtle. In what way? You're welcome. In what way are you thinking that you're walking down the midway? Oh, he's gone. I was just curious about that last yeah. part. Um, 866... Ron, zero Fez, 866, Ron, zero Fez. Here's Laura in Chicago. Hey. I, I, I just wanted to, I can't believe I'm on the radio with you guys. I listen to you guys like every day in between my design appointments. And I turned you guys on and I'm crushed. I'm just heartbroken. I'm hoping this is just an April Fool's joke to be, by the way, because you guys are the best. I mean, I love all the stories and everything, and it's not just comedy. It's just every day. It's just, I, I look forward to listening to you guys, and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do without the Ron and Fez show. You guys are great. Well, what kind of dark, heartless carnies would ever do this as an April Fool's joke? 
I mean, that would just be sinister. That would be a, a hideous thing to do. Uh, here's Wade in Toronto. Hey, Wade. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, sat here now for 40 minutes listening and listening to Fezzi. That's that guy that was 10 years ago, you know, like you were saying. He sounds good right now. And all I hope over the years of listening to you on XM, it's been awesome. And I hope, Fezzi, like the other guy said, you get better, man, because we all love you. The guys who've been here forever love you. And I just hope that that's for you, buddy. Yeah, that is the main focus of this, right, Fess? Absolutely, yeah. Just to get some well-being put together mentally, emotionally, physically. And you're going to live with your sister? Yeah, yep. Well, she's going to spoil you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You take really, you take a big advantage of her. I'm just going to point point that out. Uh, Last time she was up here... It was your last. What was that? I guess it was your neck operation. Yeah, last that was summer. the neck. Yeah, she was basically cutting your meat for you. Yeah, but yeah, you, she was. Why you just did mean joke after mean joke at her? I was on a lot of painkillers. Yeah, you always are. You always are, Fezzy. Always have an excuse and hope to be on more. Here's our uh, our old buddy, Hard Rock Johnny. Boys. Buddy. I don't know if, I don't know if I'll be able to make it through this call. This is uh, a, a sad day, but a good day. But you're making the right choice for you, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. It's the right time to do this. Feels like, you know, I met you guys, I guess, right after 9-11. So 2001, and that's way past what my childhood was, but it feels like now a piece of my childhood gone. It really, first of all, I just, uh, I really feel that same thing, Fez. Like, I'm just taking this large part of my life. Like, I can almost, I know what people mean now when they say that their life flashes in front of their eyes. Mm -hmm. Because when I sit around and talk about us, I just get images and they don't run in any kind of order, just popping in and out of good times, bad times, different ages, different mullets and shaved heads <laughs> and beards and mustaches and dread dreadlocks uh, and just uh, hideous dye jobs. I mine all overlap. People that worked with us at WYNF in Tampa. I picture them in studios and other, at JFK and everything just overlaps. It really is a rush of memories. Well, Johnny, we'll be on until the end of the week. If you right. want to give us a buzz back, we'll do some memory stuff. Sounds good. Uh, and we'll play a Godspeed, Fezzy. Thank you. Well, Godspeed. Sounds a little dangerous, doesn't it? Well, makes me think that that'll be the plane that goes down. Are you taking a plane back? Yeah. Seems like a really bad decision. Take the Freebird. <laughs> One last ride of the Freebird. <laughs> well, at least you're going to be there for a really hot summer. Oh, yeah, get there just in time. Yeah, you had a nice, cold, awful winter, and now you'll get a brutal, hot summer. Yeah, I'm sure. And James Winston. So that'll that'll be everything you want it. Yay. 
Let's uh, bring our boy in, Fezzy. Chris Stanley, corporate Chris, he calls himself. How you doing, Chris? How's it going, guys? <laughs> corporate Chris in the house. How you doing? Very, very emotional. Um, listening to people call up and talk about... Uh, I started listening to the Ron Fez show when I was like 16. And I was in high school. And uh, it's been eight and a half years that... Uh, I've been your guy's producer. And I just, I never thought, um, I didn't, I'm not, hand, I, I can't tell you what, I, when I was a listener, I was 16, I never thought I'd be working for you for eight and a half years. It's been my entire adulthood. I came in when I was 23 years old. And to see see an ending, it's the run up face shows the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> run up face shows the funniest fucking show in the world, and um, it's been. Uh, I can't even. There's no words to describe the experience I've had working with you and Fez. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect to lose my shit like this, but it's. I but hearing um people call in with their memories and I've I have nothing but memories of you like this is The vast majority of my waking moments is the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> and for it to not be around anymore hurts a lot. It's good to be back on the air. I'd say this. <laughs> First of all, I mean, Fezzy and I have watched you grow up. I mean, the first... I think during your two internships, you never said five words. You no, were I such a, boots. Yeah, you would just come in with boots. And you were such a... Yeah, a quiet kid. And I remember uh, when you were saying, like, you couldn't do your internship anymore. It was just... You came in with this emotional thing. And... It was just as a job is opening, which is always the trickiest thing in radio, you know? Well, I interned for 20 fucking months straight. If it was, if I was an exam, if it was a series, my ass would have been out a long time ago. I know. I just true. kept coming every day like I fucking worked here. Yeah, I guess that's why I say seven years. That's your official, right? Yeah, yeah, so official, yeah. But you were like really higher. there. Um, and. Your growth has been, well, it's been unbelievable. It's been unbelievable. That's only because you guys have given me the opportunity. To do it. <laughs> <sighs> to be on the air, to be a producer, and to work with you like this. <sighs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Yeah, I love you, kid. I do. And I love you so much. I love you, pal. There's a, a part of me that just feels that if you were a better producer, no. Fez would still be able to do this. I think that too sometimes. It's the beauty I, of it. I didn't even think you liked me. Well, come on. Fez, the beauty of you. And the strength of you is you've drug us all down into your depression and anxiety at yes. one point or another. I mean, we all understand. We all understand madness from the outside and the inside. You got in the front row seat for it. If you know the uh, number of times that I would get a text in the morning on my way in and would just say like "bad day," like uh. uh He's really looked out for you, Fez. He really has. I appreciate him, and I love him so much. So, when I came to Chris, this was real. This is, and is a really adorable thing. So I came to Chris, and I said, uh, "Look, this thing is going down. Fez is going to leave, but you know, there's some interest." And serious keeping me, and there's some outside interest, and I don't know what. And he just goes like this. This is like he goes, "Well, I'm going to think about it this weekend." And he goes, uh, "I signed up for the Ron and Fez show, so when that's over, that's where my loyalty lies." And I was like cracking up, and I'm like, "Okay, you know." And I told Don. Don said he would keep an, an eye on Chris. So you're exploring. Chris, yeah. you're exploring options. Exploring the options. <laughs> but the thought of leaving or going anywhere else is just no, it hasn't, no, it's something not, you couldn't do. No. I found in all this, I don't deal well with change. Mm, I know. It's probably something that I have to work on to be a, a, a complete adult. It's the only constant. <laughs> it's the only constant is, uh, is change. Um. That's why this is so weird because, like, the Ron and Fed show has been the constant in my life. I know. I know. The first, uh, well, it was Fez's first heart attack, and I remember going there and, you know, taking you to the hospital. Being in there when you went under and all that. And by the way, if Fez had a heart attack right now, it would just not be a big day for us. You know what I mean? Like, there's been so many. You know what I mean? We'd be just like, heart attack time. But at the time, it was a... a uh a, you know, it was a shaking thing. And um, I think the only person that understands what I'm talking about here is Kevin Bacon. And she's having a baby when they took the the woman away. And then they played that real sad song. That's how he's feeling. So finally, Fez comes out and he's fine. And we sit for a while. And 
the main thing was, and I don't know where our head was, but like just do a cover up. This is not going yeah. to be brought up. This is personal business of yours. I don't know. We acted like you had something stuck in your asshole. I don't know why we acted like that. Yeah, but we totally did. And I was from the gurney saying, you know, keep this on the DL. Don't tell anyone. Right. So. I'm like, no, of course not. No one will know. No one knows I'm here. So I go walking out of there. I was on the Upper East Side, and I'm walking back to my uh, house. And a drunk kid jumps out of the shadows and yells, run! And it was Chris Stanley, who I'd never met. Yeah. Met him the night that you... I mean, like, you would think to yourself, two bad things can't happen in the same day. But... I got, you know, the jinx was on, your heart attack, and Chris jumping out, and then wanted to bring me into some beer bus that he was hosting. <laughs> I'm like, God. no, I gotta, I gotta keep going. I uh, appreciate it, though. <laughs> and to know that he ended up being our <laughs> intern. And then Chris told me, uh, uh, too, remember when Don threw that party for us with the open bar? Oh, yeah. Chris yeah. was at that party, but never once left the bar, just sat yeah. at the bar, never came over to say hi to us. Why we were signing baseballs. Well, free didn't wine. Want to, yeah, didn't want to miss, miss that on the next round of free drinks. Free wine and beer for like two hours. <laughs> How's the corporate stuff going, Chris? Are they accepting you? And Chris has been in and out, but this whole thing was to, you know, give him legs and let him be seen um, for, the, for the star he is by management here. Culture shock, you know? Yeah. From coming from this world and, you know, exploring things, possible transitions, it's, you know, very odd. Sure. You leave that troop and you go into the real army and it's got to be ridiculous. Um, here is um, here's Daniel in New Jersey. Good morning, buddy. Yeah. Um. My grandfather used to say, I wish I could see Babe, you know, tells me, oh, you should have seen Babe Ruth and all these great things. And, and that's how I see the Ron and Fetch show. I was lucky enough to be around since Tampa and be a big-ass card holder and uh, be able to see everything that went on and just be exposed to comedy that I never saw before. And and, and I want to take a moment. I know it's Fetch's day, but Ron Banks is one of the five greatest comedic geniuses I've ever listened to. And I'm a big comedy fan. It, the juxtaposition between real and not real, the, the jokes, the quick wit, the turns, and you have incredible insight. I just love everything about this show. Thank you so much for uh, calling, Daniel. We will be here till Friday. Uh, it's going out of business sale. Um, half off the suits, and there will be a no-return policy. Uh, here is a guy who did work with us. At in Tampa, part of the Ron and Ron show. Here's Flipper. Hey, Flip. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. I really don't know how to take this news today. I'm a little worried, actually, to be honest with you. Why is that? Well, I mean, Fez is moving back down here. Hey, Fezzy, how's it going, buddy? Good, pal. And honestly, there's a lot of bicycle people down here and a lot of drivers that are going to be really in fear when he moves back. So. Oh, oh, I'm not getting a license, my friend. Fez behind the wheel, to get a wheel again. I'm worried. I'm yeah. worried. I mean, you know. But I mean, I think it's going to be good for you, buddy. You know, I'm going to be sitting here with the grouper sandwich waiting for you. 
You know, maybe, By the uh, way, is that still we, grouper? Because I no. hear a lot of things. It's fake. Yeah, that it's fucking trash fish. It's grouper-like. <laughs> no, it's the real deal, buddy. Real deal. But, you know, when you get back here, maybe we can do a podcast, Buzz. You know? That's not happening. I am retired. Don't even ask. BL Flipper, don't ask. I'm retired. This was your first... Uh, <laughs> Uh, apartment buddy. Yeah, yeah. When I first moved out of my parents' home, yep. uh, Flipper was my roommate. We had a fantastic apartment on Clearwater Beach. I think it was on Clearwater Beach. I never opened the blinds. Um, he was af- you were afraid of the height. Yeah. It was only the 11th floor, which in, you know, Tampa area, that's uh, huge. Oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's basically Empire State Building. You're yeah. up in the hurricane winds. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you you waited a while before you left home, but what did your dad say to you? Oh, it was, um, please don't leave us. Oh, that's so sweet. That was the line. Um, all right, Flip, I'm going to send them back down to you. We're waiting for him, man. Yeah, all and right. I'll, I'll just have a different, I'll have a list of allergies and stuff <laughs> like that and when his feedings are. Oh, yeah, hey, you're, you're right about it. It's going to be a hot one this summer, so uh, you yeah. better uh, get it. It is everyone. Up. Every summer is hot. Oh, but isn't it sad that you didn't leave in November and then you've at least been busting balls and enjoying yourself <laughs> down there? You just sat through two ugly winters in a row. <laughs> hey, all the best, guys. Uh, love you, kid. Uh, Flipper was... Uh, stuntman for the Ron and Ron yep. show and uh, lead singer of the Dead German Tourists, <laughs> um, which got us MTV news um, naming that. They were so fucking mad at uh, that stupid name. And now, in hindsight, you know, why be such a wise ass? Why do such wise ass things? Uh, Fez, this is our friend. And caller from the WNEW days, Laura Brooks. Hey, Laura Brooks. Hi, guys. How are you? That's just got really southern. (laughs) Well, I mean, as you just said, like, I found you guys as an insomniac, you know, during the dot-com days, the overnight, uh, when you guys were doing that. And, yeah, I just remember being so blown away by these, you know, smart, funny guys, and they're talking about things that I was interested in that nobody else was talking about, and, you know, at least not... Yeah, that was the problem with our show. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, you weren't being mean to each other or to your listeners, and then I just I felt like I, I found some new friends to hang out with every night, and it has meant so much to me. And to hear the love and the loyalty um, between the two of you, it's uh, just been this glimpse at what friendship and family really should be all about. And I am going to miss hearing you together so very, very much. But, um, Fez, I hope you find the peace that you've been searching for. You deserve it so much. And I wish you all the best of I love hope, and Fez, life and everything. I hope you find that peace, too. Are you on Tinder? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Leslie's get you tender. I thought Grinder is, is. Oh, is that it? Grinder. Grinder's the gay one. I didn't know. Grinder's the gay one. I didn't know an app could be gay. Oh. <laughs> I love you guys. Um. Thank you so much, Laura. Okay. Peace. Um. That was a weird time too. Those overnights, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. I love that. That <laughs> might have been my favorite show I've ever done. That was wacky. You know what? I'm. Uh, I'm most. 
regret is that you and I never did Afternoon Drive. We've done every mm-hmm. single thing, and I always want to just put that pie plate in. I mean, obviously... The hit for the cycle. Yeah, I mean, we'd done it at different times, but never, like, officially been the Afternoon Drive show. We do mornings, it, yeah. middays, nights, overnights. overnights. Not one goddamn piece of the pie. <laughs> That would have been cool to add that. But everything else is really cool. I don't <laughs> so, know. I think now it I've feels gotten like plenty. Shit. Now it feels like shit. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yeah? Do you, weigh, you wash away your salty tears there, big girl? <laughs> it got emotional, okay? <laughs> the taste of tears is awful. Uh, I feel like I have a drip going. That's okay. Who's our interns today? V and MK. They don't know. <laughs> don't even wake them they're, up. They're green. Don't yeah. Don't even wake them up. Just let them feel like this is something that happens. Um. Let's go over here to Eric and. Andy, hey Eric. Hey boys, I've uh, I've listened as long as you guys have been on XM, and I wanted to. And I mean every show, I've listened to every show on uh, replay. I haven't been able to li- listen live very much in the last few years. And says I want to thank you. You guys are just the absolute best thing on the radio. It's the best show. I love you guys so much. Um, those hypnotist shows early on or what hooked me so hard. They were so damn funny. You were so damn funny. And I am in Indianapolis. I am a restaurant owner. And anytime you come, Fez, meals are on me. We are open for business for everyone and you. And I wish you all the luck in retirement, You get to bypass the laws. Very nice. I'm above the law in Indiana. (laughs) Yeah, sweet. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Fez. Here's Ted in California. Ted. You there? All right, let's go to our buddy, John and Mass. Hey, John. Hey, buddies. Oh, man. It's hard to put into words, but I realized something. Uh, you guys are the only men I've ever said in my life love you to. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for all the laughs and, I mean, and Fez. You know, if this is what's best for you, you know, I feel like. You know, if you're like the bird in Shawshank, if if you gotta, you can't be caged, you gotta be let go. You know, then I wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, Pepper Hicks, I think the thing I loved about Pepper Hicks was his ability to step up when Fez would be struggling, and then step back respectfully when Fez would, uh, you know, be ready to jump back in. And. Uh, Boy, am I going to miss you guys, uh, all of you. Ronnie, I mean, it, this show's just been incredible. I've been a listener since NEW. Not not the whole way, kind of the Ron Wood thing, but... Uh, sure, you had a Ron Wood experience. Sweet, a lot of people did. You know what I mean? A lot of people start with some girls. Who's to say? I'm not going to say what era was the best, because... And I am proud to say this, I think all the eras were pretty different. You know, until finally we went into just like crazy time radio, which uh, bizarrely 
Uh, it, I, I guarantee you, some people are going to miss crazy time. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Even some of your weirdness was just <laughs> so nuts. Um, and you know, like I sit back and I, I talk about early Fez and how punk rock it was to go into that audience doing the the gay character in the South during that weird time. But to do even the gimmick that you did as a guy who locks up on the radio, doesn't talk, has bad days, tears, screaming, yelling. I mean, that's punk rock too. You know what I mean? It's a really strange choice to make. Um, no one else has done it. No, no. It's very, very unique. You know? It's very, very unique. Um, most people wouldn't have. You know what I mean? I certainly would have crawled off into the woods somewhere if it would have happened to me. There's just no way I, 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 I could have done that in public. But your stuff, it's always... You know, as much as fear is a big part of your life, you're fearless in other choices that you make. Really, really unique dude. I'm never going to meet anybody else like you again. Same here. Thank you. <sighs> I think that same here kind of made me feel good. You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that beauty that you just gave back to me by giving me a same here. Ditto. That's going to keep you from having a boyfriend, my friend. You got to really. I got to be able to get back. Yeah. Uh, you're moving to the gay capital of the world, St. Petersburg. You're going to do okay for yourself down there. Oh, when they have those 20, 25 people show up at the Pride March. Do they do that? Yeah, they have a downtown St. Pete Pride. And there's not, there's nobody there, really? And I think maybe it maxes out like a few hundred. All right. But they're going to need someone to run it. Um, hey, John. Hey, guys. Uh, I says I normally call in and give you a rough time, but it's just for show. I just wanted to tell you that I appreciate everything you've done. I respect all of your accomplishments, and I wish you well. I, I You're have the reason I'm call. leaving. Say what now? You're the reason I'm leaving. Your phone calls. Really? Well, I... I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> seriously, though, I no. I, uh, well, well, seriously, uh, I'll say this to you, Jim. Why would he now want to hear that you think good things of him if you've always tried <laughs> to make him get upset? Well, for one, I didn't always try to make him get upset. I called in for other reasons too. But uh, if this is the business that you're in, then you kind of have to learn to live with that. I started working for a very good company a couple years ago, but the guys there were just rough on each other. I mean, really rough on each other, but it was all in good nature, and it took me a while to get used to that, being someone who struggles with bipolar disorder also. So this is just uh, a Okay. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Self-hate. Yeah. Uh, Lisa in Long Island. I was talking to Jekyll, not Hyde. I have a spy report. Spy report? Good, good. We need a spy report. <laughs> spy report. Spy report. Jenny Hutt is going to be on the talk at 2 o'clock today. 
Oh, we'll have to turn that on. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. That's a nice spy report. That's her second trip out there. She'll she'll jump on a plane to go do the talk. This is only 3,000 miles. I'll be there. <laughs> So how are we going to do this the next couple of days, Fez? Oh, I have no idea. I didn't know how I was going to do it today. I still don't feel like I've... It still doesn't feel like it's happened. Do we do it business as usual? Uh, we were talking about doing, like, best of stuff and playing a bunch of old tapes next week. And, Chris, you were going to produce it for us. But then you turned Jewish? <laughs> No, I have. Uh, I didn't realize Passover was uh, over the weekend. But you're not Jewish. Like my girlfriend is. So you go out to Passover. <laughs> yes, I go out to Passover. Is this a big one for the Jew- the Jewish people? Yeah. Okay. I one, never know. It seems like. Am I wrong when I say that they have more holidays than the Christians? They have like six or seven. It seems like yeah, they have six for, six or seven for every one of ours. Yeah, and then their holidays will also be multiple holidays. Right. It's not like, like there's just Hanukkah Day. It would have probably made more sense if we would have doubled down on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, since it's a good mood day. <laughs> let's drag this out a little bit. Let's just act like the Lord was a breach birth and we needed the extra time. <laughs> like the entire time of labor is what we pay attention to. By the way, do you know how much labor she was in? No. None. Really? One push. You came out that easy? Yeah. Wow. Like a savior. This God was responsible for that one. He cut her a break. Um, why don't we break here? Uh, and we'll uh, we'll come back. If you've just tuned in, I guess you picked up on it that the uh, Run and Fest show is ending on Friday. Friday will be the last show of the Run and Fez show. And Fez, I'm going to hand you this. Why don't you do a nice live read for yourself because I know you enjoyed it. It's the South Beach Comedy Festival and Sirius XM Comedy has joined the South Beach Comedy Festival. The Sirius XM Comedy Showcase is happening at the Gleason Room backstage at the Fillmore. Two shows, two showcases, April 10th and 11th. Both shows start at 10 p.m. And get this, both of those Sirius XM Comedy Showcases are free. So the comedians that are going to be there, Dion Cole, Emma Willman, who you've heard on this show, Thomas Dale. It's the Sirius XM Comedy Showcase at the Gleason Room backstage at the Fillmore, April 10th and 11th at 10 p.m., all part of Sirius XM at the South Beach Comedy Festival. Go to southbeachcomedyfestival.com for tickets. And the Fez, Fez Watley retiring um, article is up on the iBank. Fez, you, you did an extensive interview, mm-hmm. uh, which is in, interesting, and you were able to put everything out there. So we'll go to break. We'll be right back. Man, they bought Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits. Channel 99. This show is available on SiriusXM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand for details.
It's the Ron and Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Chris Stanley. Corporate Chris sitting in with us today. CC me. CC me on that. You thought because you could sit in here today that you could go back to your sloppy dressing ways. So. <laughs> it's weird because if anybody would bring you up on the show, like any of the guests or whatever, yeah. the people uh, you know would tweet like, oh, I know it, Chris is there. But you've been running around doing all kinds of things. Yeah, I've been bouncing around everywhere, yeah. Is there things that you hate and things that you like or things that you can see that would be... Like I definitely don't like like emails with a bunch of people on it, like chain emails. Chain emails. Like I've been I've been learning about that, and it's like, why does everyone have to see what, what I'm talking about here? I, I we need everyone's input. It's freaking me out. I'm getting by though. Good. How about you, Fuzzy? How you doing? I'm. Oh, I go back and forth to choked up to like I can't believe this is happening. I'm. I, I really. I feel very dizzy. Actually, like the, a couple of times, the room was spinning. Mm. Did you feel like somebody threw a paper towel at you when you were peeing? Yeah, there was uh, one of the main <laughs> feelings during the break was pee shyness because <laughs> somebody launched a wet paper towel at me while I was trying to use the urinal. Did it help? No, it actually slammed the door shut pretty hard. You know, I'm just looking at uh, up on the Interabang, the article about you, Fez Watley retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very handsome picture. Maybe you shouldn't shave your head. Well, it's a little late for this kind of feedback. <laughs> All right. Have it your way. Um, here's Joe in Utah. Joe. Hey, butter. Yeah. Hey, uh, when Fed said uh, stuff was really weird between the two of you on the air, he also said stuff was really weird off of the air. What, what was going on that was so weird? Oh, I meant stuff like heart attacks and everything else going on. Gonna miss you, Fizz. Thank you. Love you, Fizz. Peace. Uh, Rich, go ahead, buddy. You're on the Run of Fizz show. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Am I a mark, or is this real, or is this an April Fool joke? It just happened to fall on April 1st. I'm going to the barbershop window. Look at this. You know, here's the thing. I could understand why you might be confused if we were in third grade and the April Fool's thing came up. Um, Richie. Okay, so how does this work? He's going to show up Monday wearing a cowboy hat, uh, calling everyone dogsy? No, not going to happen that way, dude. Oh, I'm going to miss you, buddy. going to miss you. Thank you, Fez. I love you. You know, I don't... Uh, I mean, if this was an April Fool's joke, it would be elaborate. It'd be really sad, too. Um, I, you would lose me. I would go away from this. I mean, if I thought it was an April Fool's joke, I probably would have thought Chris crying would have shown that it wasn't an April Fool's joke. Yeah. 
That, I mean, we've had a show now today that Chris has cried more than Fez. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put that out there. Yeah. That's had to feel weird. It's all going to be weird now, dude. Yeah. It's going to take a while to get used to a whole new strangeness. Are you talking about gay sex? Well, I'm sure that'll take some getting used to as well. Derek in Nebraska. Hey, guys. Uh, Bessie, I actually picked my current career because of some of the stuff that happened with you in the past. I'm uh, I'm an invasive cardiovascular specialist, and I work in a cardiac cath lab. So... Well, I'm glad I could inspire you over and over again. <laughs> By the way, it well, doesn't I, uh, work. I uh, travel for work now, and I actually had a six-month assignment in the Bronx about a year and a half ago, um, working at a hospital up there. And, yeah, it was just pretty pretty special. Um, you know, that you guys being kind of the reason that I got into it and then working so close to all the stuff you talk about. I, I grew up between Colorado and Nebraska, so... You know, New York's pretty exciting, but but yeah, no, it's um, where do, where do you live? The Bronx? No, no, I, I worked in the Bronx for about six months. I I travel for work, so oh, okay. I, I uh, do these assignments or whatever. But I um I've been in Anchorage for the last year working up there. I just picked up my vehicle off the boat yesterday, and uh, you know, there's no satellite radio up there. You, I guess the satellite. Derek, like, here's what I think. With all your schooling, I hope you find some steady work. I think that would—that's what you could use right now. He's been on the road for a while. I don't know, like he's selling hairbrushes. <laughs> What's going to happen to the shirt, Fess? Still going to wear it down there? Oh, sure. Yeah, may cut the sleeves off of it. Well, sure. You got the guns for it. <laughs> so I—I I will uh, retire the shirt as well. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, look who it is. The You had forgotten who gave you the shirt, but I always remember. It's Shreka. Hey, Shreka. Hi, honey. Hi, Buzz. Oh, hi, Welcome sweetie. Welcome back, kids. <laughs> Corporate Chris. Sorry. My bad. Well, I'm still hoping that this is some evil slash genius bit, but if it's not, I'm going to miss you guys very, very much. Well, if it was a bit, we probably wouldn't be doing it on uh, April 1st. Because that would be kind of the dead giveaway, wouldn't it? Yeah, that that would just raise some real red flags. <laughs> but, Fuzzy, I'm sad to hear you might retire the shirt. Yeah, I think that's kind of hurtful. Yeah. Well, I'm going, you know, it's always going to be part of me because I haven't had it off in a year and a half. But, I mean, she went and she bought you a beautiful shirt. Now you're going to say you're going to take it off? It's, it's hideous. I, I was thinking it'd be a big hit down in St. Pete's. It should be. There are a lot of uh, used clothing in that area. I'll, I'll try it out on the guys, mm-hmm. see what they think. It's the vintage look at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different color, uh, different colors than when you gave it to me. <laughs> Much lighter. 
Oh, good. Perfect for the hotter weather. That's nice. Yeah. Threadbare. Threadbare, yeah. Yeah. And with the well, missing button And with the Sorry, missing buttons and the holes, it breathes a lot easier too for the hot Florida summers. You've bitched that'll about help, Florida. That'll help with the tanning. Yeah. Let's uh, help with the tanning. Mm. They'll tan right through. Yeah. Um you know, Fezzi, you have bitched about Florida for so long and now you go back there. Yeah. Yeah, I have always complained, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back. Hopefully with the blood thinners it won't be as hot. I think you had a road trip first. <laughs> oh, drive to Florida? No, I think go just what is your hurry to get to Florida? Oh, Take some time. Have some experiences. Get out there. I love that idea. You'd look awesome in a in an airstream. Dude, you gotta get an airstream. You gotta you gotta get an airstream. You gotta get an airstream. I'll look up some prices on renting them. Or maybe just buy it. And Fez you should keep that shirt on, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your look. And down there, and, and you know, when you go to a mall in Florida, the largest store is always Goodwill. No matter where what mall you're in, <laughs> Goodwill anchors the south end of the mall. Sure. So you're going to look great. It's got the prime location just down from the food court. And it's actually used food. Uh, all right, thanks, Rick. We love you, honey. Love you, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. I'm not hearing from the regs. Um, here's Jackie in California. Hey, Jackie. Guys, um, I was uh, just thinking, I have a, a thing called a picotillomania, where you pull your hair out. Uh huh. And um, I also have kleptomania, which is kind of in the same under the same umbrella thing. Uh, it's where you look at cutter, how people cut. Jackie, don't yeah. call here and start trying to turn people on. <laughs> you're saying that you pull your hair out and cut yourself, and you know what you're trying to do? You're flirting. I don't cut myself. I I steal. I steal and I pull my hair out. That's even sexier. Yeah, it really um, is. But but Teddy is is the thing where he picks his head. It's under that same kind of thing too. Um, and there's pills you can take for it because it didn't. Need... Oh, just when I was going to find out what the answer was to the scalp picking. That's what you need. Uh, more uh, more pills. Uh, Mike in Ohio. Hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, hey, Fez, started to see you go. Um, the funniest damn time was when the last time you were hypnotized. My God, I almost wrecked my car laughing my ass off. That was funny shit. Um, but, hey, Ron, if it was up to you, I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but if it was up to you, if Chris would do it, would you continue the show with Chris and still call it the Ron and Fez show, just like the Big Ten still calls itself the Big Ten with 12 teams? Is that even a, a percent possibility? Well, yeah, I don't even think, um, you know, I don't know what the name of it would be. Uh, it would be kind of weird to call it the Ron and Fez show, but no weirder than before. So, <laughs> um, but Chris had said that he didn't, you know, his loyalty was first to the corporation 
whatever the corporation decides. Um, I'm I'm at no I, I have no concrete plans as of right now. I would like some concrete plans, but there are no concrete plans. As I mean, if Chris if Chris was willing to, would you accept him? You know, the thing is that would take a lot more discussion. Chris's initial thing of saying when the Ron and Fez show was done, that ends the that ends whatever he however he put that was you know, and I, this is a total shoot, shocking to me. You know, because Fez, we're old school. Right. We go from the thing where where the team sticks together. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, when I when Fez was my producer, and we left uh, ninety five YNF, all the producers said, "Of course, we're we're on our way. Let's go." Fuck these guys. Yeah, there was no hesitation. There was no thinking about it. Right. But this is a different. You know. This is a different age. You know, this is mm-hmm. this is the nineties, you know? It's Ed Ed and Eddie time. <laughs> what are we gonna do about it? You gotta respect you gotta respect everybody's uh decision. Um John, John. John, are you there, buddy? Austria, uh, here is Jamie in Florida. Hey, Ronnie B, big fan, man. Uh, here's my big question: how far, how close to Ric Flair is Fezzi going to be living down here in Florida? Uh, well, Fl- Flair lives in North Carolina, so just about the same distance as he is now. Yeah, just on the other side of Charlotte, though. <laughs> All right, man. I needed to know that. Thanks. Peace. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Ron, I just, uh... Your phone's terrible. But we'll be around Uh, for a couple days. You'll be able to talk to us. Here's our old pal, the Candyman. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys. Uh, I've been with you since NEW, and then you guys moved with me when I moved to DC as well, when you were at JFK. I just want to thank you for all the times and memories of my car, because you made my drive for my job terrible. And the greatest experience that I had was when you guys had me in the studio with my daughter a couple of years ago. And I took her all over New York, and she said her favorite thing that she did was going to see Ron and Fez. You guys could have been cooler us when we came to visit you. So, again, best of wishes, best of luck, Fez. We all love you, and I hope, hope everything works out for you. Thank you. Our right. favorite thing is when 30 pounds of candy would show up. Yeah, it's really been good for you, too, over the years with your diabetes. <laughs> it's been a real help. Uh, here's our good friend, Janice in Chicago. Hey, Janice. We lost Janice? All right. Well, we were here for a couple more days. Uh, Andrew, go ahead, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, I just want to kind of say, you know, you, I've only been listening for about two years now, so you guys caught, like, I, I caught you guys in the middle of this whole, you know, kind of mess with Fez. It was entertaining as all hell. I've never actually called. Well, I called twice, and uh, I think I won two free tickets to two separate comedy shows, which I would like to say thank you guys for doing that for me. But I just want to, you know, kind of say I'm kind of honored to have listened to you, and it's a little sad because even the thing with, like, O&A, 
going out, I'm like, you know, I've only gotten to listen to you guys for so long. I'm, I'm only 24 years old, and it's kind of like heartbreak. And I don't know, this is a part of my life for the past two years. I do appliance repair, so, you know, I'm constantly in and out of people's houses. And I can tell you, you've really helped me get through the day, you know, waiting to, like, sometimes I'll be in someone's driveway just listening because of the craziness that goes on with this show. And it's like... It really, really kind of helps you go by, and to hear this, it, it's sad, you know? It's like, wow, I, I really, I can't believe that. I turn the radio on, I'm like, holy crap, what the heck? But, hey, uh, anyway, I've always wanted to kind of tell you guys all, like, I've always kind of, like, if I'm in New York City, I'm always like, oh, man, wouldn't it be crazy if I sat down at a bar and Chris Stanley was next to me and, like... It's a good chance oh. of that happening. <laughs> like, yo, let's freaking smoke a blunt or, you know, something like that. And I don't know, it was, it was just, a, just a crazy thing I've always thought of. And uh, I just want to say, uh, it's Shelby, go fuck yourself. And uh, I don't know, I like Fez and Ron, and you guys are... You guys are a gang. You guys are definitely cool. So Thanks, buddy. Take care of yourself now. Take it easy. So long. It is the strangest thing about radio. There's nothing else that's that's so intimate. You know what I mean? Like you're not watching a TV show or reading a book where you could just call up and become part of it. I guess video games is the closest, but they're not real, hopefully. No, and that's it's mostly people just insulting each other when they're playing video games. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, when like in a multiplayer game, you're playing online. There's people mm-hmm. mostly dropping m bombs, or telling you Jesus. various various ways on how what they're going to do to your mother. And it's children. <laughs> it's it's it's. Yeah, I I don't play them. It's too dark. The world of talking to each other while <laughs> playing video games. Big Fez Watley. Pulls the trigger. Yep. I thought it was so adorable. We should even go back and listen to your thing. But one of my favorite things is when you were telling people that you were not going into a mental hospital. Because <laughs> that never would have even occurred to me. I don't think that's ever been brought up at a retirement party before. <laughs> I want everyone to know. I'm not going into a mental <laughs> hospital. Yeah, it was the first thing I would have thought of. Never even dawned on me. Yeah, I'm not getting locked up this time. So making it clear, or even prison, like maybe you did something. Ron and Fez have about seven hours and twenty minutes of being together. Wow, I didn't think of it in minutes. I thought of it as two more days after this show, but I didn't think about it in minutes. Yeah, I mean that makes it feel even shorter. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not even a normal person's work day. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Here's what I think is going to happen. Your last day, uh, as you retire, you'll be shot, and it'll go right through your badge and into your heart. (coughs) Hey, I saw the cast from AD is going to be down there uh, talking a little bit. What's this all about? I don't even know what AD is. All I know is ADD. I'm sure it's a mini series or something about the Bible. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the. Um, it's after the same people who did the Bible. This is their follow up to it. Ah, for Easter weekend. Who's all in it? Who are the stars that are going to be sitting in there? 
I know Jesus is played by someone different from the other from the other. I don't past. like that. No, it's like some Peruvian guys. It'll be Jesus. They got to keep continuity if you're going to have. Well, JC Jesus in it. was born in Peru, <laughs> so that does make sense to me. I don't like it at all. A little town of Lima. It's A.D. The Bible continues. <laughs> How does it's that ridiculous. work? Well, they, they didn't do the whole Bible. Oh. <laughs> it's a, the Bible, too. More Bible. This is after he's gone. And that's when their story really kicks in. You know? After he died. That's yeah. when you have the sightings. I don't know who anyone is in this movie. Here's uh, Ted in Rhode Island. Hey, boys. Million bucks. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to say to Fez, man, like, Fez has been, I've been listening for almost a decade now, and Fez is such a day-to-day inspiration for anyone like me who has anxiety, and it's like listening to Fez lets me know that I'm not by myself. I'm not the only person who's struggling to just get through the, the day, and I, I, don't, I hope I'm not coming across sounding shitty. I mean, no. with nothing respect. I love you guys. You guys are like fixtures in my life, and uh, I'm a little bit heartbroken today. Well, if it could help, I'm glad about that. Apparently, my answer has been retiring. So, I don't know if well, you're able to do that. I'm I'm 30. I'm looking forward to it. I'm counting it down, Fezzy. But I just want to say thank you, and thank you for introducing me to so many great characters like Black Girl and Eastside Dave and Pepper Hicks. and All I the characters you, you've played over the years, Fez. Yeah. <laughs> my repertoire. Love you, boys. Peace. He doesn't seem like he has anxiety. He sounded very confident. Yeah, Juan Pablo de Pace is playing Jesus. Oh my God, you won't get off of it, will you? Well, we can go down and see all of them do a town hall. Maybe we should yell and throw stuff at him as he comes walking through. Crucify him. Yeah, just playing our uh, part in the passion play. <laughs> we gotta get some rocks. Chant for Barabbas. You know what's funny, too, is like... I didn't think at the start of the show it felt so emotional in here mm-hmm. that we'd be able to get back into talking about stupid shit again. <laughs> it took no time at all. That's the weirdness of today. Of it all coming and going. I think it's always been <laughs> the weirdness of me. No, that was really heavy. It's all coming and going. Um, here's Pete in Oklahoma. Hi, you buddies. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening. I started listening. I first heard you guys in D.C., man, and I heard, heard Fez, and he was, I mean, you know, just so goddamn funny, and, uh, and continues to be, I think. I just, you know, I want to say thanks for all the laughs. It's kind of bittersweet, you know, hearing Chris Stanley back in there today, and, uh, just gonna miss you guys. Love you guys. Fez, enjoy Florida. Be well, and whatever happens, stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold. Seize upon the moment long ago. That can be your song, Fez, as we're putting you on the airplane. On the airplane. Um. Hey, Fat Matt. Oh, Fezzy, Fezzy, Fezzy. So sad to hear this this news. But we must move forward. 
Uh, Ronnie, I'd like to throw my hat into, into the ring for the potential uh, job opening that this offers. Why don't you do this, Matt? Throw your hat on your dick. There you go. Be up in your own. Now, I've, uh, I'm actually hearing from people as I sit here. People always thought that we'd be doing great radio together. But Fez has got me all locked into this retirement thing. Sounds really nice. You're going into a home. Dinners come in. Breakfast. They take care of everything for you, right? Here's what I want to do for your last day, Fez. We still have to put you in a coffin and carry you through. (laughs) (laughs) Can it be open casket? No, that's creepy. Yeah. And I do want to hear the, the song from The Outsiders. like the closing theme. Yeah, I know. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Everybody loves Stevie Wonder. There you go. Oh, this is perfect. When I stepped out into the bright sunlight from the darkness of the movie house. Seas upon the moment long ago. One breath away and you will be so young and carefree again. That place in time So gold Still Away into that way back when You thought that all would last forever But like the weather Nothing can ever I've always thought that Don would make a pretty good soda pop because the Rob Lowe look. <laughs> Little Michelle could be Cherry Valance for us. Hicks will be Tom Waits, the weird. <laughs> <laughs> The weird older dude is just... <laughs> yeah. This is our story, Fez. The greasers from the bad side of town. Always against the socials. See, here's the deal. These guys only get to be together for an hour and a half. Gold, 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 gold. 
Um, Don actually wrote this. If since we're gonna do that best of stuff next week, that would have been our vacation. Anywho, um, listeners can call in over the next two days of stuff that they wanted to hear. Um, and I, I'd like to take it back as you know, as far as we can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. See what we can find. It would be really great if each place was uh, represented. I cannot tell you how crazy it sounds to say something <laughs> like this. I cannot tell you how crazy it sounds to say that it's ending. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Um, here's Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Ronnie, uh, checking in from the east coast of Canada, up here in Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. And uh, I first found your show, Carl, back when the first week I discovered your, your show, Fez had two cousins come from Nova Scotia to visit New York City. And my buddies and I were listening to you guys. And we just couldn't get our mind around what this craziness was coming out of New York City over satellite radio with this guy from Newfoundland, with roots in Newfoundland, and you. And, of course, we've been giant fans ever since, so... We plan our day around it. It's been a big part of our lives. So we're sad to see Fezzy go. We wish him the best. And uh, you've given a lot of laughs to the East Coast of Canada. Frankie McDonald, Tiltland up here. And uh, we're going to miss you guys. And uh, good days ahead. Man, I'd love to do a, a Halifax uh, vacation this year. So beautiful up in Nova Scotia. Lou in Pennsylvania. Hey, I got a few questions for you, Fezzy. Yes. Um, are you going to have a going away party at the Moon Tower? Party at the Moon Tower. And um, I also want to know, if I kill that piece of shit, Sam Roberts, will you stay on the radio? As enticing as that is, I'm going to go ahead and retire. Everybody's bringing up who was it that chased you out. You know, which fight was it that chased you out? Was it Big J and the Skanks? That wasn't pleasant. Was it Sam Roberts? He's never been a joy to work with. Was it the fear of doing a jizz show? <laughs> that was probably the one. Wow. Here's the, the frustrating thing about radio. And Fez, if you had to estimate how many shows that we did, I mean, it's thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah. But at no point do you ever feel like you've done a really good show, like a perfect show, like the kind of show that exists somewhere in the back of your brain. There is something so frustrating about radio. Yeah, I, oh God, I've, I'm far from ever of having a perfect show from like pillar to post. That was great. Nailed it. Yeah, that's why I don't think that you're actually insane because you realize that reality. I mean, I wouldn't even say a perfect show. I don't even know if you've ever even had an okay show or a passable show. I mean, most of your shows stink on ice. Like someone took a shit on ice, then someone else came by, took a shit on that shit. Double shits? Then they wrapped it in some dried shit. Oh. Put it up a skunk's ass. But out of the thousands of shows, there has to be some that stink less than others. That you wouldn't think, <laughs> would you? You wouldn't think, and yet you they would s- hope. they seem to be a 
a, a tie. Um, here's John. John. Hey, Ronnie, it's uh, Johnny, the PR guy for you guys. Johnny Go-Go. Johnny Go-Go calling in. So here's here's a quick question. Do we want to go to the Daily News or the New York Post with these with them? right up to press release now? Uh, about Fed's retirement. So this is official and this is real. If we put a press release out, there's no going back. Yeah. God forbid anybody should go back from a press release. (laughs) Yes. Fez, are you you available for comment if David Hinckley from the news wants to talk to you? You're getting all my comments right here. I'm retiring. Why wouldn't you you give David Hinckley a thing? Wasn't he the guy who said when he came out, guy? Wasn't he the guy who came out? Yeah, I think he did cover me for the news. I think you owe him. Are you available, Fez, this afternoon after the show? We'll do we'll do another death side media tour for you. Um, yeah, I'll be available. I just need a better picture than they use for that coming out thing. <laughs> I thought that was perfect. <laughs> and Fez, you got to invest in some new hats if you're moving to Florida with that bald head. What are you going to wear? Cancers. Back to the Bucks hat? Skin cancer is no joke. We got to get a big floppy hat like. Uh, like it's so bald, I may need a sombrero. <laughs> no, that's a good picture, Fez. You get the serious XM in it. Yeah. Will Fez be calling and in my like fat Paul lap. every once in a while? What's that? Will Fez be calling in every once in a while like Paulo? Um, Fez will probably be living with Polo. Oh. Finally. No, I'm not going near him. Now, I, w- no, I won't be calling now. I'm retiring. But, Fez, you know that millions of people love you, and they still want to hear from you. Can we get some updates every once in a while? Johnny Gogo is like the press. He's, he's Yeah, he's more of a reporter than a press releaser. I just want to make sure the press release is accurate, Fez. And in the press release, you're going to put, sometimes he'll call. That's what I'd like. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. All right, Johnny, go, go. Keep it very right, I'll send a draft to, uh, to your inbox in a couple minutes. Bye. It, don't bother. Just whatever you do is fine. We don't need anything drafted. I don't know whether he's ever gotten a single press release out anyway. I can't I'm, think of one. I think he goes through, like, shopping centers and puts them on windshields. Whose headphones were that? Chris's? I believe they were mine, yes. Hey, Rob, what's up, buddy? Rob. Here's Mark. Mark in uh, North Carolina. How you doing? Hey, Ron. I go back further than any other listener, I think, because I can remember the first time you came from your comedy club in to see Ron Diaz on the air. Yeah. And the first bit you did, you know, it was hilarious. It wasn't a bit. You were just talking about how uh, back in those days, the biker gangs were kind of at war with each other in Florida. And uh, you kind of did a bit about how some of the biker gangs are getting a little old because now out next, parked next to their bikes was their kids, you know, you know, big wheels. Mm. And, and I don't now remember they were, this at all. Okay, but anyway, uh, and I said right then and there, I said, I don't know who this guy is, but he's freaking hilarious, and he's a genius. And then I think it was a couple weeks later, you were the co-host of the show. But uh, Yeah, it was one of those weird things. People ask me how I got into radio, but it was just like that, like coming as a guest, and the PD saying, that's really funny. 
why don't you, you know, why don't you come yeah, back? Yeah, and, and uh, I wish you all the best to Fez, and I think he's doing the right thing. And, uh, Ronnie, I just hope we get to keep hearing you. That's uh, that's what I hope happens, and I hope uh, Fez uh, goes on to great things, too. I um, I really don't know yet what I'm going to be doing. Um I really feel weird about even thinking about what's next with this thing hanging over us. I cannot, I couldn't emphasize enough how odd and strange this feels to be ending the Ron and Fez show. I can't, I can't possibly think about what's next in any aspect. Everything feels really weird and... Just the just the thought of getting through today's announcement has been just everything on my mind. Man, what if we would announce this, you know, eight weeks ago? Then you know you had another eight weeks to think, <laughs> you know, and deal with it. The only other person who knew that we were doing this is Chris, and you know some of the bosses here, which I feel like they must have told a couple other people. Because of some things that I've heard or read. Oh, okay. Just, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, someone sent me a thing. Um, let me see if I can read it. Did someone tweet it? But this thing isn't fucking working well enough. Um... Who put up the tweet that said my inside sources? I saw it come by. There were so many tweets earlier today. Oh, Chad Duke said, despite the date, my inside sources tell me that this is true. Now, the only inside sources would be me, you, and Chris. Right. And, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't put it past Chris. But if I'm going to think of any of... Chad Dukes' inside sources, I think they'd be the, you know, O&A guys. Yeah. So somebody had to go and probably tell them. So, yeah, so they would have had to have the information. I don't have any Chad Dukes contact info myself. <laughs> oh, we might have got it from Jay Moore during a half an interview. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, by the way, everyone was blaming that on you from really? Jay Moore's camp. Really? Yeah. I don't understand why that would, I would be blamed for anything. I don't know why you were blamed. I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe you weren't. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know why I said that. I deny everything. I don't want Jay to be misunderstood. JJ's a good guy. Um, here's Ron in Cleveland. Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, Fez, I'm I'm a little uh, heartbroken here. We were really looking forward to having you here in Cleveland in a few weeks uh, for those interviews you were going to do for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who's going to do that now? Hey, I'm available. If uh, <laughs> I will put in a good word for you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, Ron. I think you really wanted to do it, anyways, right? I was dying to do it, but there they go, wanted the Fez. Door. Now you know what? Now maybe I should take the attitude of hey. I went and booked something else myself. <laughs> you know how well, many people were furious with me that day? <laughs> that I, they're saying, you're just showing your jealousy. You can't be happy for Fez. 
And now I'm leaving Sirius XM Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Radio in the lurch. Uh, Richard Cranium, which is such a witty name, is saying Chad Dukes is just trying to help sell the bit. More proof that it's a bit. Why would anyone do a bit like that? Here's Joe in Utah. Hey, I got proof that it's a bit. What's your proof? You uh, would have made the announcement on Monday if it wasn't a bit. And when you closed out the last break, uh, your mic was still hot. And I heard you say, I can't believe they believe this. Oh, you're bullshitting. Now I know you're bullshitting, Joe. And why would we have said it on Monday? Yeah, why didn't you say it on Monday? But why would we? We don't have ratings. There's no reason to run the ratings up. What's so special about Mondays? Well, I know I love Fizz, and I'm going to miss him if it's true. But you're not... You're all over the road. We're trying to have a conversation (laughs) with you. All right. Well, it would have been... Why would you not do it on Monday? Because there's no reason. There's no difference between Monday and Wednesday. It doesn't matter when. We knew we didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about this because you might have noticed over the years, Fez is a little sensitive, and we thought the less time that we spent putting it out there, the easier it might be on Fez. Last night was not a good night. No. No, I haven't slept. But you know what's weird, man? What? I feel like the exact same way this time. Like, normally, <laughs> I tell you, oh, dude, you're making too big of a deal out of this. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal, dude. It's the biggest deal. It's the biggest deal since I first started working with you. That was the last big deal of my life. <laughs> it just seems like for years I've been trying to postpone this as mm-hmm. much as I possibly could. You know, it feels so strange to say we're going to stop doing the show together. And I I don't know. Um, I don't know if, um, you know, when Hicks came in here and faked that goddamn waterworks that he played. What? what don't. Don't take it personal. He had it was fucking genuine. Uh, what? I thought I saw you rubbing an onion on your forehead. I have no onions. There might be a smell. <laughs> Ballless bastard. No, I have actual testicles. Do you know what onions are? A vegetable tumor. Balls. Oh. He doesn't know. He just called him a tumor? Tuber? Or is that a potato? You're a potato. <laughs> Here's Lou in Jersey. Hey, Ronnie. I'm Seth. How you doing? What's up? Not much. I just want to call in and uh, thank Fez for everything. Um, I suffer from anxiety, and uh, your show means the world to a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one, and uh, it helps you get through the day. And Fez, I just want to thank you for everything. And just, uh, I, I mean, I met you a couple times at the Unmasked, and you were more than kind to everybody, and you're going to be true. sorely missed. It's true. I will miss the Unmasked. I'm going to miss... That too, Fezzy. So, Fez, I, I just I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. But here's the thing, Fez. 
have you taken in the, the people with anxiety or saying that you're an inspiration? You've never once. No, I'm not taking it in because I feel like I've just made everyone more anxious. But I, I think that you gave a, a, a face to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody deals with some kind of anxiety, but that deep anxiety, you could look. Uh, um, you can look to Fez and say, "Look, he just keeps going." You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just Fez, thank you so much for everything, um, and I wish you nothing but the best, sir. Thank you. Good luck with what you're dealing with, pal. And right. the fact that, you know, it's 65 years old, it is time for you to retire. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> when that AARP card came in the mail yesterday on the birthday. Um, I don't know how they time it so well. Let me see some of these tweets. What's Chad Dukes got? Here's some uh, from Mr. Mister. These fake tears just prove that all the other tears were fake, too. I'm getting some coffees. Whatevs. Uh, Jermaine uh, Lassier would say, but... But wouldn't it be classic, Ron and Fez, to do it on April Fool's Day and absolutely be real? Is this a cruel pl- uh, prank to play on Queen Elizabeth? Here's one that just says, please. What a bunch of bullshit from Miss <laughs> Elizabeth, from Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Hard Rock Johnny. I am tears like hashtag Fez. Feels like part of my soul is retired. Please be an April Fool's joke. And Queen Elizabeth said to him, don't be a rube, Jenny. (laughs) She's fucking, she's feisty today. Sensitive. Here's Albert said, I expected better than this hack bit. You guys just had to do this on April Fool's Day, carny bastards. This April Fool's is going to go on past vacation. I can feel it. But they know that we know that it's April Fool's. Oh, this is getting too many layers. Yeah. It's back to Chris's onions. Tracy from Alabama just says rubes. Uh, but if it's real, it's a brilliant move on Ron's part. A dick move, but a brilliant one nonetheless. But still don't believe. You've actually crashed the subreddit. Oh, I get it. They're retiring the Fez character. So Monday it will be Ron and Todd. Let's be honest, Fez. Jason Nash's script was better than the shit you wrote. <laughs> now that one just hurts. Uh, Coke Logic says the giveaway is an announcement like this would have been teased and then revealed in the third hour. Why, Coke Logic? We are not trying to get our 
fucking humor time spent listening up. We're on satellite. I wouldn't have lived to get it to. Uh, we waited till the third hour. I'm surprised that you settled down very, very easily. Um. Eagles fan says, actually, it's the best work ever to pull on April Fool's Day so that everyone can doubt it. Here's one that says, Hicks, keep that day job, son. Method acting, more like method acting. There's fake tears that you squirted out. Bullshit. Chris should have taken acting lessons when he was off. <laughs> it's hard to take Pepper's acting seriously when people are laughing in the background. First of all, there's no one in the background. No, it's just, it's it's just three, us. The three of us in this room. <laughs> Put that actor back on suspension. <laughs> Hick sounds like he's trying to shit. You people I, are assholes. <laughs> I thought Fez's retiring was a bit until Hicks came on crying. So you're getting mixed reviews. Dan says, I can't listen live today, but even though I know this is a work, I still have anxiety over the announcement. Uh, The eternal beauty of Ron and Fez is the equal possibility that all things must pass as legit or another great moment in kayfabe. Um, why am I getting emotional over this? Am I the Rube walking the midway? This ain't real. Corporate Chris couldn't act his way out of a nutsack. <laughs> I don't know why I'd ever be inside a nutsack. Chivak says, someone has to get me the first hour of today's <laughs> run of Fed show. Joey says, I'm kind of surprised that Ronnie B would do hack radio like this. Um, You guys come from a wrestling radio in Florida, wrestling background in Florida uh, radio. I won't believe this even after a year has passed. Uh, Trevor says, Ron and Fez aren't taking calls or quoting tweets like normal. Only VIP callers. My respect for Ron has gone down because of this hacky bit. I never thought of VIP callers. What a great idea. This retirement of Fez character and he'll be back as a new one. We are promising you, even though that it's April 1st, that Fez and Todd and no characters coming back. I can't I can't tell if this Fez retirement is a gag because Fez sounds happier than he has in a while. I will agree with that a hundred percent. You sound very strong today. It's a very weird thing. It's a crazy, giddy one minute, crying the next. 
Um, best April Fool's Day ever. Fez is never going to retire. He's too lazy to make real money outside of radio. Here's one that says, I won't, I don't, I can't run a Fez forever. Just John says, is this a shooter or work? He's so inside. He's a smart. He is a smart. Hey, Tony. <laughs> Ronnie. Yeah. You, you are, uh, I should say, uh, Fez. Mick Jagger and uh, and God, I fucked it all up. I'm sorry. That's okay. You, it's me and Mick Jagger did something. Ron and Mick Jagger. Really? Yeah. Looks like so, Ron and Mick Jagger are the next show. Fez, Fez, you are the love of Ronnie's life the same way that Mick Jagger and and uh, the other guy are. The other guys. Chris. Lo- that's the other guy's the love of my life. <laughs> Everybody's the love of my life. In a manly sort of way. You know, like I said, it's really weird when people try to compare it to something else. It's a very unique thing to be longtime partners in radio. I haven't figured out anything to compare it to. Yeah, it's because, no, it isn't like a marriage and it's not like being brothers. You know what I mean? It's it's a, a different thing than either one of those. I have trouble comparing it to other radio shows. In what way? Well, just so close, you know, so close off the air and on the air and just every fabric of each other's lives we've been a part of. Yeah, it's strange. All-encompassing. And how do you fill that void? I mean, it's just it's just a void. Yeah, I I don't know how you even start. I guess you just have to feel the void for a while because there's no way to fill it. There's no. It's too big. It's too much. It's too fantastic because there's nothing that's going to be better that comes along. Ouch. Than what we got. <laughs> For me, no, I'm saying. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> this will be when finally Fez fucking just gives me the face job that, I, that I've been waiting for all these years. Just Big J lays into me. Big J was saying on the Skanks podcast last night that the day that that um that you ripped him and all that he just went in the bathroom and stood there didn't even pee Mm-mm. i didn't tune into the skank show last night oh i just got a nice thing from kathleen from the bronx this is so sweet she wants us to have a three-way Really? Well, she wants you to watch <laughs> mm-hmm. for me and Bri to do some stuff for a while <laughs> while you guys are talking. And she'll join in for a while. And she'll tap out. Mm-hmm. You jump in, the three of us. Me, you, and Bri, Bri go round and round. 
I mean, she's been so good. She's thought this out. Well, Fez, it's Chuck Wagon. Uh. Hello. Hey. Hi, you, Fezzy. What can we do for you, Chuck Wagon? Actually, Fez, this ain't Chuck Wagon. This hasn't been Chuck Wagon for years. I'm just a bullshit caller, buddy. Just a bullshit caller. Oh, I I, it doesn't matter what you've called in as or for. I've always thought you were a bullshit caller. Well, I, I haven't heard Chuck Wagon calling to your show in years, so I just wanted to come clean. What are the some things, Fuzzy? See, none of them, none of them are serious about it, Fuzzy. For as serious as you took it, mm-hmm. these are the same people who are saying that they like you. I told you that before. Yeah, you tried to tell me that several times. Now you want to retire? No, I'm still going to retire. Um, I think we got a break here, right? Yeah. We'll break here and be right back uh, to wrap it up. It's the Ron and Fez Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. Your pockets still bleed on St. Valentine's And you sat in a chair thinking Boy, I'm such a prince Well, life's a train That goes from February on Day by day But it's making a stop
Happy April Fool's Day, everybody. That's the great Rufus Wainwright. Uh, coming up at 3 o'clock today, immediately following the Ron and Fez show, Raw Dog will be airing George Carlin's first, that's George Carlin's first HBO special in its entirety. Uh, Kelly Carlin is hosting. Uh, Chris, you had the kids go back and um, pull out all what you thought were the best tweets of uh, the show today. Reading some of those really um, cracked me up. Um, but then just John just wrote something else about way to bring up a tweet I said two hours ago when it's not even relevant now. Excuse me? <laughs> what? I don't know whether we've ever said that just John has ever said anything relevant. <laughs> It's fuck. It, it, what you tweeted was relevant to what the fuck we were talking about. They go back and uh, get tweets for uh, years. How about you not attack the interns, huh? V <laughs> and OK, or rather MK, okay, are doing a fine job. OK. Uh, Big J says, I'm listening. Can't be real. Well, Big J, you chase Fez away. Congratulations. Happy. You will believe in love. Do your other live read, Fuzzy, before we get up there. It's the South Beach Comedy Festival and Sirius XM joining that festival with the Sirius XM Comedy Showcases happening at the Gleason Room backstage at the Fillmore. That's April 10th and 11th at both shows at 10 p.m. That's a Friday and Saturday. Both these shows, the SiriusXM Comedy Showcases, are free with comedians Dion Cole, Emma Willman, Thomas Dale. And if you can't make it to the South Beach Comedy Festival, you can tune into Raw Dog Comedy Hit SiriusXM 99 on April 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern for the premiere broadcast of the SiriusXM Comedy Showcase happening at SouthBeachComedyFestival.com. Um, here's, uh, Footer. Footer. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, hey, man, this is tough to, this is really tough to listen to. I've, uh, I've listened to you guys a long time, and what if it, what if it was like, uh, Fez was just hitting his stride, you know what I mean? I really felt the same thing. I go, Fez is just, uh, hitting his stride. All right, Luis J. Gomez just announced on Twitter, if Fez retires, then Luis J. Gomez retires from Legion of Skanks. Wow, down to two skanks. The real ass dude said that? Yeah. That's a guy that understands a hair versus hair match. I don't even have to say, do are you being serious? Because I know that he is. He's a real ass. He's the ultimate... He's the ultimate minority also. Now we got to figure out who Jay and Dave are going to replace him with. I have somebody to recommend, Mr. Chris Stanley. Be a skank? Would you get a neck tattoo? You're on every other <laughs> podcast out there. <coughs> you know, that's another thing. See, this is how funny life is, too. It's like, if... If it wasn't for Fez, when you think about it, you wouldn't be doing a podcast with Dave 
or a podcast with Bronx Johnny, yeah. or a podcast with that guy who looks and sounds like you. Chris. Also named Chris. That can't be real. It's just you. <laughs> but isn't that weird? Like, that's just how life works. It's not like Fez likes, oh, I'm, I'm always trying to help people. But everybody is so tied together that that everybody's life changes on one little life. We all end up in the same flow together. We all end up in the same flow together. Time flow. Yeah. That would be what we're in. Um, sometimes, it, even when you're not together, it's just just a weird circumstance. But these friends of Hicks that he ended up doing podcasts with, he just wouldn't have met them if Fez... Would have, would not, it, wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be happening. It just, yeah, you would have <laughs> just never have met them. You know, it's not like, oh, good credit, like I put these guys together. It's just that nothing would have happened to get you guys in the together in the same room. Um, here is Derek. Derek. Hey, Ron and Fez. Yeah. Hey, I love you guys, man. I'm going to miss you. So who's going to replace you? John Stewart? Are you going to have a show on XM now? Um... I think it'll probably be John Stewart if it had to be anybody. That's what it'll probably be. By the way, that other thing got quoted thirty seconds after just John was comfortable with it being quoted. Oh, so you just oh. have to the exact time of that's a the small exact window. Exact time oh, it comes up. Thank God. Have to yell it out. Just turn the fucking Twitter into a speaking spell. Can't miss one thing. I would have loved to have gotten that uh, Trevor Noah to replace Fez, but I don't think he's going to give up that gig he has now. Just missed him. Here's one I do like. I'll say this from John Q. Don't fuck, shaves his head, and then quits. Melina <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, what's going to happen to Shelby? Shelby's life has always been in Chris's hands. Um... Jerry in Connecticut, or Connecticut, as it's written here, Come because on. this is the, the Great South. Oh, sorry, you guys are splitting up, but I was wondering, uh, Ron, if you're going to get pulled to do Anthony's chair and opening Anthony. Well, that offer has never once come up, I don't believe. I might just take the chair, though. It's a nice chair. Yeah, it has Anthony written on the back. <laughs> then I might even give it to Anthony. Steve. Hey, Fed, since you're announcing your retirement, can you start doing live reads for the uh, retirement? I don't even know what that means. There's some plugs for your retirement, announcing your retirement. The last Ron and Fed show will be this Friday, April 3rd, starting at noon Eastern on Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. I'm getting all kinds of uh, bad information here about what Luis J. Gomez said. I may have been completely wrong. Well, he can't take it back now. I don't know if he took it back or somebody had it miscued, but I was right. What was I right about? Uh, 3 p.m. today, everybody, immediately uh, following the Ron and Fez show, 
Raw Dog will be airing George Carlin's first. That's George Carlin's first HBO special in its entirety. And Kelly Carlin is going to be hosting that. What do you think we're looking at? Like a 79? I was going to say maybe earlier, like 77. Really? Yeah. I don't even know if I knew it HBO in 77. I know yeah. it was around early, mm-hmm. but a lot of that early stuff was just in Philly. Yeah, I always thought HBO was like the first premium channel. It was, but not everybody had cable. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. it came out, it was only in the cable mm-hmm. areas. And Cable Town started in, in Philly. Um, all right, I don't understand what the new new uh, tweet from Luis J. Gomez is. He tweeted, if Fez retires from RNF, I retire from at Legion of Skanks. He tweeted that. Then he tweeted, I can convince Fez to come out of retirement. I doubt it very much. Hashtag Fez and Gomez show 2015. Make it happen. I'd love to see the Fez and Gomez show. Both of you guys are animals inside this squared circle. <laughs> Watley and the rattlesnake? All right. Did we get a year on that? 77. Fezzy, you called it. You said 77? Ooh, yes. But, you know, he was not first. He did not have the first HBO special. I believe the first was Robert Klein. Oh, that, all right. That would make sense. And I, from what I, like, from what I heard, there was only like thousands of people wow. watching at that time. Like, it was like, I don't know how you would have got it. Dish. Remember when they used to have those giant dishes that... They were put in people's yards. I was really impressed with those. Yeah. It's like that was- I want one bad. <laughs> You're getting every child. You have yeah. to. Look at the size of that dish. Well, I remember the first time I was in a bar and I saw satellite. It was a satellite football game. It's when you could still see like the news people sitting in between uh, like commercial breaks and they'd just be like, and you're like, this fucking guy is nuts. When we used to work over at CBS, we used to have the connection to the CBS News, and you would see Dan Rather, and he'd just be like this. You'd be watching TV, you see him doing the news, and then you see him cracking his neck and shit during the commercial. That's great. How much fucking time? How much time for Big Dan? <laughs> Gotta get back on. <laughs> Klein's first special was 75. 75. I know I didn't know anybody with cable back then. Was there like a premium cable like called like Channel Z or Z Channel? Like That was in L.A. Oh. only. And they would just play cool movies. Yeah. But did you see the documentary? I saw, yeah, I saw the documentary. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, man, he's pulling this out of his ass. <laughs> um, I did badly for that guy. Started Z Channel. So either way, Luis J. Gomez must step down. If he is a man of his word, if he's a real ass dude, if he's the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, if he's the ultimate minority, yeah, <laughs> if he's the friendly what's of the AMA, <laughs> um, Charlie, Ronnie B, uh, you want to keep this act up for another two days? Fez is already running out of gas. I don't think you guys can take a commercial for the next two days. So you just put all your commercials on the last hour of Friday because he dies in between uh, commercials. So just keep, keep the you got a little You got a little run out of steam today, Fuzz? Um Yeah, I mean, the show started out hugely emotional. Yeah, but every show for you starts out hugely <laughs> emotional. It's just the first time Chris and I ever agreed with you. 
<laughs> you know what this feels like to me with the three of us in this room? What's that? Apollo 13. Oh, God. <laughs> Halston, we have a problem. Steve in California. Hey, guys. To hear the beautiful centaur cry was something else. Um, that really got me choked up. I just want to say, and I turned you guys on to my son, who's now 25, I don't know, five or six years ago. We sat through all the crazy years. We came to you through Opie and Anthony. I just want to thank you for all of Ron's comfortable silences and Fez's uncomfortable silences. We sat in so many cars, unable to move or leave. I can't even tell you. It's a very sweet thing to say. That really is the difference between me and you, isn't it? The comfortable silence and the uncomfortable silence. I have I uncomfortable have, covered. But I have never really heard it put that way. That's really, really interesting. Because <laughs> it's the same amount of silence. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I provide a lot more of it. Well, if you go back to... Now, boy, I hadn't thought of this for a second. If you go back to NEW, the sports guys, Donna Mike, ONA, and Ron and Fez have all broke up, oh. but we outlasted them all, Fez. Oh, nice. So if we were starting a race there, we would just barely beat ONA. The Iron Men. Yeah. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Um,. Yeah, that's weird. That whole uh, network. Yeah. It's strange. That is weird. It's all busted up. Yeah. So over the next couple of days, maybe what we'll do, and this was Don's idea, we'll take some requests of stuff that we'll play next week. During the vacation week. Um, but the Ron and Fez show will not be back after that vacation week. This uh, this will be it on Friday. Although you'll hear us next week. We'll cut some stuff. Provided that you need to be in before dark. Is that how your religion works? 4.30? What do you have? The guy out to Long Island? To get out to Long Island, you're leaving where from where? Uh, I have to be there, I think, at 6, I believe. So it's like so, an hour and a half drive from Astoria to Long Island. So let me just point this out. So Chris comes to me and he says, yeah, what I'd like to do is do this on Saturday, record you guys, and make it really special. So I go, okay, that's great, Chris. He goes, no, I want to do this. It matters to me. Loyalty means everything to me. So I say, good. So then he gets home. And I guess your chick grabbed you by the ear. Well, she said, "You I, said that no. we were going." No, I, I was. I didn't know it was Passover. I don't know the Jewish fucking uh, holidays. But you make sure that you stay kosher, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you take out with you there? What do you have to take? I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if this is the one where you have to have, to have a seat for Elijah, or if this is the one where you eat gefilte fish. I, I really. I hope you say the same thing to that Jewish family. <laughs> So what are we doing? Empty seats? We eating a fish sandwich? Is that man Shevitz over there? Pass it over. 
Um, I do this, and it's called Sundowners. You do it, and you're Jewish. See, that's sad. Uh, but someone said there's two nights of it. Believe I'm only there for one. <laughs> I gotta really look Real into commitment. The- Check your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Now Luis J. Gomez is saying, if Fez shows up for Ron and Fez, I say CM Punk has to shave his head. <laughs> Here's the thing. You put something up, Luis J. Gomez. You put up your seat with Fezzy's seat. It's up to you whether you stick to that or not. Tony in Cleveland. Hey, how's it going there, guys? Hey. Hey, Alan. Kind of a sad day. Uh, I miss you guys. Uh, you helped me through some tough times when my dad died September 10th, uh, back in 2010. And, uh, guys, I hope all the best for you. Ron, O'Berry again, and, uh, Chris Stanley, get a dick. I'm not going to need a dick. A lot of people are asking what's going to happen with the big ass prizes, Fess. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I didn't even think about that. They're not going to Florida. It takes up most of the office. Every all the office, all those. Well, if I end up being here, which as of right now isn't isn't uh, well, it's between other people. But if I end up being here, I will create the Fez Watley Memorial (laughs) Prize Closet, (laughs) and it'll be like one of those little plaques. (laughs) <laughs> that you see in the park, and you're like, I guess he, I guess that guy mattered, mattered to somebody at some time. You ever do that? You ever like look yeah, and see someone's in plaque? Is like, what the fuck did he ever do to get a garden? I was looking at. I was at a. Uh, I was at the park by um, by the, the uh, library, and it was something on a chair. I was like, is all this guy got was a chair? Well, was every like, bench like, in Central loose, Park has something. It was a loose chair. By Brian Park. Yeah, but you don't have to be dead to get one of those. Living people can get those chairs. Oh, I thought they were just for dead people. Kelly Ripa gave one to her husband. How mean. To Daddy Cool. She calls him <laughs> Daddy Cool. Weird. Well, that's their thing. They like to play little games. That's Kevin Nash's name. Yeah. She likes to do a lot of Kevin Nash's names. Um... Carla Finch says, I'm sure Miss Stupid Chris Stanley. I'm smart. Hashtag Jewish. Hashtag confused. Those are accurate. James says, Ron, does this mean you get Fez's red carpet gig? I don't want it now. I'll talk to Greg Steele if you want it. Uh, Big J Okerson is now... Uh, saying the race is on to replace Louis J. Gomez on Legion of Skanks. Uh, can Fez join the Legion? That, Would you like to join the Legion of Skanks? No, I'm not. I don't even listen to the Legion of Skanks now. And I am retiring. As of Friday at 3 p.m., I am retired. I won't be on the Skank show. Do you realize that just like. A spike through my heart without you even realizing. You just yell it like that. It was just the pain of hearing that is amazing. I well, it sounded bad after I said it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost. And I was trying to yell at Jay <laughs> while I was doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my buddy of all these years. And I always will remember 
that I met Fez when he was a rosy-faced kid. What a baby face. Yep, I was a chubby kid in a bow tie. The years go by. They tell you that when you're a kid. You know? Yeah. They swear to you. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like... Wah, wah, wah. It sounds like nothing. Because I remember I had summer school for 18 years one summer. <laughs> and they're like, oh... The older dudes would be like, hey, go after that. Do that, man. You're going to be... And they weren't lying, man. When I look at you now, Fezzi, and think of, you know, no one could ever sit around and say that we weren't anything but lucky with the run that we got. But yet it still feels more bitter than sweet. Yeah, it... um. I mean, when you're a kid, it feels like it takes forever just to get to Christmas or the next birthday or Halloween, any of those days. And now they just spin. Now it's like one of those movie montages where you see the months flying off the calendar. You know what? My dad just texted me. Um, that one I can't read. I love that man. Those were always just any time hanging with your family was fantastic. My dad just writes to me. Teddy tells me Fez is retiring this week. Fez has been family for over 25 years. He was always there when you needed him. Hope he finds peace. Pop. He is just the sweetest guy. And the funny thing is, he isn't. <laughs> he is to me. Yeah, well, I'm saying that's a sweet thing to say. But uh, you'll never catch him being sweet for no apparent reason. It's a really uh, nice. That was rare, really, really nice of him. And he says he hopes you find peace in the loving arms of Christ. Well, that sounds like death, Ron. I made up that part. <laughs> Teddy likes to go around telling stories, doesn't he? I can't make a phone call. I was going to wait till I figured out what I was doing, Ted. How about that? A lot of tears today. Yeah. Probably a lot more to come. Oh. I just... It's really crazy. Unless you say those. <laughs> it's really crazy to me, like, to hear from my father to say that, you know, that you're family. When I know for a fact it's just not true. I've seen the family tree, and your name is not on it. My father would have said the same thing if he was still around. That you're like family to him? That you're like family to him. Well, he always liked you best. He had the opportunity to call me family and he never did it. Um, your father has always been... Uh, well, your entire family has always been incredibly sweet to me. Um, well, this person just writes this. The only way this works is if he actually retires. Otherwise, it's a... Huge hacky fail. 
Fez is retiring. Yeah, so it does work. Forget your hacky fail. Jay Peters says Fez's last words better be this. Fuck Ron Bennington. That would be classic. I would love that. Jimmy Olsen Blues. They're going nowhere. Primero says, I call Fez's, uh, dibs on Fez's big gay shirt. Uh, GVAC said, you guys are my tie to New York City. Every day for three hours, it feels like I never moved away. He moved away a long time ago, too, man. Yeah. That's yeah. really weird. That's why Chris refuses to move. Um, Jacob in New Mexico. Hey, go on, fellas. Yeah. Um, so I'm a pretty new listener, and I just tuned in for today. Uh, is this like an elaborate April Fool's joke? I'm honestly not sure. I can honestly tell you it never occurred to us that today was April Fool's. I guess that's something the children's do on the first day of April? Yeah. Yeah, I you wanted to I get through in, my birthday yesterday. You know what I do on the first day of April, Fez? What's that? Plant seed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and your mom's are... Whoa. <laughs> but now come to think of it, I can see how this could be confusing to people. As an April Fool's joke. A pronk. A pronk? <laughs> a pronk is a prank that Gronk plays on you. <laughs> I don't know if he's able to play pranks or pranks, rather. I gotta tell you, I wonder what else Daddy's telling my dad. <gasps> Ronnie got a new car. He's driving down the road with it now. <laughs> Let me show it off. Who are you? Uh, are you going back down with your brother? You say your brother's coming up. Yeah, my brother's coming up uh, in a few weeks, and then I'll fly back with him. Uh, you said something to me yesterday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break kayfabe here. But Fez and I were standing out front. I was having a smoke, and we were going over things. And you said that your therapist said to you, the best thing to do is don't pack anything, don't take your stuff, just walk out that door and lock it behind you. And leave your life behind. Yeah, just leave, uh, to make it as stress-free as possible, don't pack a thing. Leave it all for the next tenant. What kind of fucking advice is that? I why, thought it was brilliant. Why don't you let... Um... Why don't you let Chris and the high society guys go down there and pick through it? <laughs> the squatters. Yeah, seriously. It's a you nice got squat. furniture? Shit. Everybody loves those scores that you find on the street in New York. That's awesome. Someone's got a fucking air conditioner. When I put, see, people don't realize this in New York, but you put a lot of stuff outside that you would normally put in your garage, right? So, like, if you have like golf clubs and you haven't been golfing, you just put them outside. And I'll, I will always tape, like, still works on it. And that thing will be gone in 20 minutes because I wouldn't, I'd rather something gets used. 
Yeah, there's always stuff. Just because I got a new air conditioner doesn't mean I think that this one should go in the trash. (laughs) Someone else take it if you don't have it. And they're a million times faster than the sanitation department. So what? But forget. I don't want to. I don't want it to go to the junk heap. I'd rather a human being Mm -hmm. used it. But what have you decided, Fess? Are you going to take her advice, or are you going to hire a moving van? Um, I think most of it is going to stay put. It's yeah. I don't have any need for that couch. Someone's going to rent that apartment and walk into a wonderful couch waiting for them. Yeah, but just don't let them throw it out. You ought to let people go through and pick it out. You have to. You got to give them a little bit of choice. I'll do an open house. Perfect. We, we should do a virtual open house. We've all wanted to know what that place looks like. Fez is talking about how much we're family. He hasn't let me in to see that apartment ever. How long have you lived there? Three years. <laughs> Three years. I never once stepped in it. Let's get a virtual tour. Are you moving in with Paulo down there? No. Oh, I wish that was a yes. I promised Paulo I would hook him up with an interview for Wiki with Wiki. You know why? Why? Mad at Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> this will show him. Yeah. There's an April Fool's thing up that uh, they're doing on the Fox News. I guess a lot of people do April Fool's jokes. Never occurred to me. Why didn't you point this out, Chris, that April Fool's, a lot of people wouldn't believe us? I didn't, I didn't realize. I never played any April Fool's things before. I don't think I ever did either. Uh, Harley Quinn says, today is truly the Saturday. Oh. Um, Dana Marie. Oh, no. Said, this is an April Fool's joke, right? Go Rangers. And then she pushed hashtag joking off 11 o'clock tonight, MTV2. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know she was such a huge fan. There's an interview with Matea Lane and Lisa Traeger on the Interabang about joking off that starts tonight. Love them. Matea Lane's going to dominate this show. I don't even know what this show's about, so I, can't, I won't be able to tell. Uh, what time we got a break so we can... Right about now. Right about now. I mean, it's it's at the point. There's still a great, there's still a great producer. Uh, so Fez and I will be back Thursday and Friday. Stay tuned for George Carlin first. George Carlin's first HBO special played in its entirety. Kelly Carlin is hosting. Um, thank you, everybody. Six more hours of Run and Fez left to do. Like to watch things on TV. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite of love. Satellite's gone way up to Mars. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. 
It's now over. But don't worry, you can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com.